Eli Wants to Know is brought to you by Eli's inability to understand all of spooky season, a.k.a. All Hallows' Eve, a.k.a. Halloween itself. I don't think that's fair at all. I, I understand spooky season. You think you understand, foolish mortal, but yet you have so much to uncover. Now, tell me what you think you understand of Halloween quickly. You're already testing my knowledge? No, no, no. Just, you know, you're saying that you understand Halloween as we sit in a room filled with candlelight, a witch's hat nestled on top of my headphones, <laughs> and I'm sipping... Yeah, Spencer's witch's hat didn't fit over top. <laughs> or no, her headphones didn't fit over top her witch's hat, so it's yes. a little funny. And also, you were scared. You said to me, before we started recording, you were a little scared. I think I was more scared of, of how you were acting. You yeah. seemed in a bad mood. Oh, that's what it was? It wasn't that yeah. I was acting spooky? Maybe a bit of both. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, well, well people, uh, all right. Anyways, what do you know of spooky season? Uh, well, Halloween's October 31st every year. Probably some kind of pagan thing called Samhain. Okay. Uh, I don't really know what it's about, actually. Okay, well, also for you as yourself, like, what do you experience Halloween? Like, what, what does it make you think of? This, you're, this isn't the baseline test yet. You know, costumes, trick or treating. Gosh, you're so like bland Basic? with these answers. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, important thing because you got to give me some prompts. Listen, you can't just be like, "What I do know. you know about Halloween?" I, I realize <laughs> that. Okay, so I have some. Uh, trick-or-treat candy out on the table um every time eli interrupts he will be rewarded with a chocolate of his choice because usually when i do the show and eli's the one in charge oh my gosh i'm so bad at this <laughs> this is a reverse episode spencer's the host, <laughs> I'm, the host. I'm telling you that minutes in <laughs> But I always interrupt Eli when he's hosting, and I'm worried that he won't interrupt. So every- It's so against my nature to interrupt, Yeah, and I'm kind of full, and I don't really feel like eating candy. <laughs> but I'll try my best. I'll try Listen, to interrupt. The- I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to interrupt you right now. Take one. Take one. Go. Oh, oh, oh uh, gosh. I got a Twix, but... I, it, you- no, you don't have to eat it, Eli. Oh, I just get it for later? You just later? get it for later. Any of this candy... <laughs> This is what you're allowed to eat. I bought this candy at Walmart. Stop it. You can't. Are you saying it's all yours? It's all mine. <laughs> until unless, I interrupt? Until you interrupt. And you have to also remember to I don't get grab, to eat any of it. You only, get, <laughs> you only get to eat it if you grab it from interrupting. Got it? Okay. So, and interruptions are when I'm talking, when we're doing, or, you know, I ask you a question. and then Hey, be quiet, Spencer. Go. Take it. Good job, honey. So freaking <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> so since you did Hey, stop talking and let me talk. It's Eli time. <laughs> Got a Snickers. <laughs> it's working. Oh, no, it is. It really you is. You mastermind. <laughs> and you're the one who bought it. And you think you thought you thought you did well. You're like, I bought it. It's mine. I'm not hungry. And I went, nah, it's mine unless you grab it. Okay. I now understand the psychological torture of being in Spencer's seat. Thanks. Great. So since you didn't really have much to talk about when I just gave you the general... I'm going to interrupt you with a little Halloween story that I've prepared. I'm grabbing... (laughs) You prepared! I'm grabbing a little Snickers. All right, go. This is the tale 
of Eli's last time trick-or-treating. Wait a second. I think I already know the story. Because you ran it by me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stealing one. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, so... I interrupted the interrupter. So I'm 12 or 13, and I go trick-or-treating with uh, uh, the son of a family friend who's a couple years younger than me at the time. Mm -hmm. But I'm 12 or 13, and I'm (laughs) I'm out on the streets, and I'm feeling I'm kind of a bit too old now to be trick-or-treating, right? Uh. Puberty. Uh, but but a thing for me growing up my whole life and even into adulthood is I think I've been a bit delayed in sort of <laughs> yes. get, getting used to like how we all mature. Okay. So especially puberty was was rough for me. Like when the girls and the boys at my school started talking to each other, I, I, I said no. Yeah. And I just spent grade five by myself. That was the year everyone did it. Yeah. And then That's, I... Is that also the year you wore PJs out and about? Because uh, all you did was eat. What did you only eat? No, this you? is an d- entirely different year. Okay, was... Eli's gone through some hard years in school where he just, he uh, wasn't a part of society in summertime. It, w- it was the year, back back in my day, wearing sweatpants all the time wasn't cool. Like, oh, yeah. Like, as kids got older, they wanted to wear denim. Yes, jeans, denim. Je- jeans. jeans. Not jeggings. Jeans. Jeans. And, but I resisted and I would wear sweatpants. But then one day I, I wanted to fit in and wear a non-pair of sweatpants. But I didn't want to ask my parents to buy me jeans, so I had this one pair of corduroys from that were <laughs> three or four years old, and I wore them to school, and they were so tight. tight. Yeah, so and you also used what did you use as deodorant? So that was a big one too. Like as I went through puberty, what, what did I, you use as deodorant? I started smelling a bit. I had body odor, but okay, I I was too. Tell us what you used. I'm as telling deodorant. them. I'm telling them. Oh. I was too ashamed to ask my parents to buy me deodorant. You have two stories mixed up. That's what's going on. I know. Just tell them what you use. I am, but you're interrupting me. Hurry up. <laughs> you're really derailing me here, Spencer. Come on, honey. You got to be a good host, Spencer. I am a good host. Okay, so I was too ashamed to ask my parents for deodorant, so I would steal my mom's secret brand deodorant. So I smelled like a mix of baby powder, but also my mom sort of would wake up late for work and instead of having a, a shower would just put deodorant on over her own body odor you, so this right. i did mix the story up so, i thought you used, why are you so interrupting <laughs> i thought you used that i'll tell that story right after if you just let me speak okay was it that important to interrupt Spencer? Uh, it's just part of the it's part of me <laughs> <laughs> so i i steal i start sneaking my mom's secret deodorant because i'm too ashamed to ask my parents to buy me my own deodorant but my mom would wake up late for work and put it over her own body odor. So I'm going to school smelling like this baby powder secret deodorant that's mixed with my mom's caked on layers of BO that she's been rubbing onto the deodorant stick. So I smelled 10 times worse, I think. And people noticed. And my other one, people started using hair gel. I really clung to having a mushroom cut until grade seven. But I finally got a short haircut in grade eight. <laughs> Clung to having a mushroom cut. <laughs> well, I think that me growing up was clinging to a lot of. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't want to grow old. I didn't want to do all the new things the kids were doing. And so I asked. I didn't ask for hair gel, which I really wanted. Instead, I put Rub A five three five, which is a muscle cream in my hair, <laughs> to use as hair gel, and it stung pretty strongly. And the school bus driver, he said, "Who's been using muscle cream?" And I said, "Not me." Great. Okay, so all of that. <laughs> all that to say, say, what was your Halloween story at being thirteen? So I'm twelve or thirteen, feeling I'm out in the street. I'm feeling a bit too old. I have this curly hair wig that I'm wearing, and I say that I'm I'm telling people at the door, adults, as they're giving me candy, that I'm Janice Ian, who's the singer of this song. 
I learned the truth at seventeen that love was meant for beauty queens. Right? So I'm wearing that. And I'm telling people I'm that. No kids my age would know who that is. I've seen it because she was the first musical guest on Saturday Night Live. And it's been referenced on The Simpsons. That's why I know it at my age. And I knock on this one door. Uh-huh. And it's a party full of kids my age. But they've, they've matured so much faster. And okay, a cool 13-year-old. And she asked me, can I, wear my, can I wear your wig? She's so excited to see it. And she wears it. And she turns to the party she's having. And they all laugh. At, at her. The, at her wearing the wig. Like, I, they weren't mean to me. Were they but, mean laughing at her or it was a no, fun they, laugh? No, they were just having fun. But it was like I definitely felt like I was on the outside and they had already progressed many years past me. I and, understand. I understand. And that. they gave me the wig and like I put it back on and I'm thinking, I learned the truth at 17. What? That love was meant for what, beauty what are you, Why queens. are you singing it to me? I'm not her. Well, because I was this really weird looking kid. I had So this... you started singing that to her? No, in my mind. Okay. And then, then you just said trick-or-treat and got the candy and left? I think I was terrified of even being there, and I was just so glad that the interaction was over. Like, like when she didn't... asked me for the wig, and yeah, I just... I know, but what happened after? I went home and decided to never trick-or-treat again. Okay. Very, very painful story shared by Eli B. Interrupted several times by Spencer L. Well, that might be cut out, the interruptions. <laughs> uh... Because if I kept that in, I would have the entire stash of candy. So, moving on forward to the baseline Halloween test, part one, spectacular, spooktacular, to see if you, in fact, will pass this Halloween test. No baseline song? Uh, boogie, boogie, baseline test. Okay, so we're testing my baseline knowledge of Halloween. Exactamundo. Okay. Uh, and before we even do that, what are the stakes of this show? Did you come up with any? Because I have some in case you did it. Well, in classic Spencer style, I didn't think about this beforehand. Okay. Would you like some time to think about it? I know what I get if I pass for okay, sure. Say 100%. It. What is it? Uh, so we've mentioned in previous episodes that I've been basically all year addicted to this one video game called Hades. Huh? So it's set in hell. It has a Halloween theme. If Perf. I pass this episode, Spencer has to play... No! You're bringing that... Oh. Spencer has to play the video game Hades for one hour. Oh, boy. This one is... whole hour if I pass. A whole hour, Eli? A whole hour. We're upping it from... It used to be half an hour. Now it's an hour. All right. Well... I'm changing my if you lose. It was going to be a nice, easy one. It was going to be we watch The Addams Family. Now it's you have to buy me that green fountain thing. That's not fair. That is fair. That's not an fair. Hour, an hour of my time, that's the rules. An Here hour of go. your time is worth $80? Yes. Oogie boogie baseline <laughs> Halloween test. Eli, question one. And don't forget to interrupt for candy. <laughs> You know, I don't feel like it anymore. Eli, just play. I'm reverting back to my student self. Quiet kid in the corner. All right, fine. Get all skinny from eating no candy. All right, here we go. Question one. What I'm not you... even listening to question one. Okay, you're I'm grabbing a twig. <laughs> you literally said you were reverting I'm back. I'm playing by my own rules here now, Got Spencer. It. I don't know what those rules are, but happy for you. Question one. What? Question one, Eli for Spencer. I'm interrupting with a question. Spencer, what is the capital of the United States of America? America. Different topic. America. Wrong. No, it's America. <laughs> question one. You got that wrong. 
What is, I don't mind right now because I'm focused on something else. Question uh, one, what is Halloween's origin? That is such a broad question. I know. The origin of Halloween, the pagans worship some guy named Samhain and dressed up like devils. Do you have a more specific answer than that? The pagans. Uh, you have, you have definitely have some words, right? Pagans. It was a Samhain ritual to honor the dead. Okay, I'm going to give you half a point. You can write down the half point, And as you write down the half point, yes, he's keeping track I'm of gonna points. I'm going to interrupt here to say that Spencer, even though she's hosting this episode, still asked me, and I'm taking a candy, don't worry. Thank you. Has asked me to keep track of the points. Because I don't know how to do basic math. Thank you very much. Okay, so the holiday dates back to over 2,000 years with the ancient Celtic end of harvest festival of Samhain. Samhain. That's how you say it? Or Samhain. Samhain. I'm pretty sure it's Samhain. The Celts based their calendar on the, the, they had a year calendar and they cut it into two parts. The half of it was light and the other half was dark. Samhain summer's end. I'm going to interrupt to say that I've completely. Stop listening? Stop listening. Well, it's really interesting. They believed on October 31st that the veil between life and death was somehow open. Right? So it was a portal and you could, you know, you could say hi to hi to your loved ones. But since it was a portal, it also meant that evil spirits could come through. And that's why the pagans and the, Cel- the Celtics who celebrated it would wear costumes to disguise themselves from being captured by these evil spirits. So it's, yeah, it's both to connect with your loved ones, but also to make sure that the dark spirits don't take hold of you into the portal. Also, it was originally called Hallow's Eve, and it morphed into Halloween somehow. Okay, that was really interesting. Uh, I'd like to apologize for interrupting. Can I put a candy back if I say sorry? Yeah, I mean, I tried to write a good paragraph on it. Okay, I'm putting the M&Ms back because I'm saying sorry for interrupting. I kind of stumbled because my mic is kind of blocking my point of view. I just want to say welcome to my world. (laughs) It's stressful. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. Yay. I don't like it. I feel like I've already won. All right. Okay, here's a fun one. What was Candy Corn's original name, Eli? Candy Corn's original name. Think Uh, about it. Candy Corn. Something Tooth. uh, Devil's Tooth. Totally wrong. (laughs) It was Chicken Feed. Oh, that makes sense. Why does it make sense to you? Because chickens eat corn, right? Yeah, it looks like colorful corn and chickens eat corn. Fun fact, it was created in 1880s, and the box was marked with a colorful rooster, and the company that created it is now Jelly Belly Candy Co. Wow, you went deep on this research. (laughs) Okay, this is kind of a trick question. It all depends on your ability to listen to me. Question three, and you wrote a zero for two, right? I just wrote nothing because okay. I just won't add it together. Okay, you're, you're in charge. <laughs> Question three. Why do we dress up for Halloween? Uh, to deceive the ghosts that want to get us. Yeah! That's right? You're right! That is a whole point for you. Yay! So are, uh, in this world, are fairies good or bad? Is this a new question? Yeah, sorry, four. Question four. In what world? <laughs> in uh, this whole legend of folklore that we're existing in with Halloween. I'm going to say bad. Fairies are bad in this world. Yeah, and why? And why? You can't just add a question. Yeah, well, you got the point, but why do you think they're bad? 
why would fairies be bad? Mm-hmm. I, they want to steal your youth? They're tricksters, exactly. So um, I got a point there? And they were, they were really, kids were really afraid of fairies. Yes. And that, that they, they, that's why. And you also, just to go in a little further with the reason that we had candy existing, was we, they, back then they would put it on their doors, right? To kind of bribe the fairies. Don't take my child away. Here's some candy for you. Please take this treat and don't do a trick on us. Oh, because fairies are basically like little hummingbirds that need constant sugar sources. like a spanita. Spanita is me. Spenny. I have lots of nicknames. Okay, you got a point for that. Question five. I'm doing really well. And that was an interruption, so I get a twix. Yay! Question five. Whose face is Michael Myers' mask? That is William Shatner. Nice job. You got a point, honey. Yes. Uh, that one was right right up my alley. And was I, it? I interrupted you again, so I'm getting a twix. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't have known Interrupting this. Interrupting you. Good job. Interrupting you again. At my job, people, Interrupting you continuously. Whoa, people always bring up how I it's can so face. easily get all of this candy. Stop it. It's really easy. Star Trek, Captain James Kirk mask. They spray painted it white and reshaped the eye holes. They got a $2 mask. All right, question six. Tell me the old Halloween traditions to find a husband step by step. The old how can you at least tell me how many steps there are? Well, like two. <laughs> There's two? <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> two two or three. What do you mean? Two is and a half. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say step three or two and a half is marry them? Nice, but wrong. You actually had three possible ideas you could have said. Three possible you traditions. Didn't explain that. Yeah, it's a bit you... of a trick question, but it could have been to your benefit if you were creative enough. One, you could no, throw... No, that's not fair. <laughs> I'm taking the candy. Why? That's not fair. You step by step makes me think it's three steps in one process. Not Listen, that there's... there is a bunch of steps. Listen. Here, you want to know how you phrase it? You say... <laughs> you say there are three different methods. Go easy <laughs> on ah. me, babe. I dropped the candy. There's, For a fairy. You phrase it by I saying there's... I was just <laughs> a first-time host of Eli Winston Ho. You say there's three different ways of doing it. Not It's a three-step process. That, no, what I wrote was, tell me the old Halloween tradition to find a husband, step by step. There were three that you could pick, say... One, you throw apple peels over the shoulder, hoping that when the apple would fall on the ground, it would have the initials of your husband. I wouldn't do that because I am basically have a huge <laughs> phobia of apples, apple juice. I don't like it anywhere near me. You wouldn't let me get apple juice. Spencer's really wanting to buy apple juice lately. I just don't like it. I don't want it near me. I don't want the bottle open near me. I don't want to smell it. Yeah. It's I sticky. Also... It attracts wasps. Stop. Okay. So that's one. So you wouldn't do that one. You wouldn't want to throw it over your shoulder. Well, you might not like this one because the other one is bobbing for apples at parties. It was said whoever would pick the first apple in their mouth would be married next. But to who? Don't know. Then the most spooky one of them all is you would stand in a dark room holding a candle with a mirror and you would walk downstairs and it was believed that your husband's face would appear in the glass mirror. Well, I have this theory lately that a lot of people are attracted to people that look just like them. <laughs> so that makes sense. You get a treat for that. I'll say the one that really made it. Oh, thank you. 
Well, famous examples. The one that I saw was Pete Holmes and his wife. I think they look exactly alike. I've heard uh, when I Googled it, uh, Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez came up as people that looked alike. Really? I don't see that. But one thing I will say is I tried very hard to not date someone who looked like me. And I genuinely think I look like so many people. Can, um, I, can I quickly say yeah. that uh, so my mom died a few years back and at the wake, my ex-girlfriend was there. And my aunts and my cousins, all, all women, they came up to me and they said, oh, we always thought it was so funny that you dated her because she looks exactly like Nancy, your mom. And that really threw me for a loop on the day we buried my mom, which connects to the theme of the show. Absolutely. That's really what Halloween is about. It started off with wanting to connect with the loved ones who passed. Yes, with some protection to evil spirits. And in, in pure Spencer mode, I'm going to continue on this tangent. Beautiful. That we have, as of last year, started a new Halloween tradition called uh, a dumb dinner. Yes, which comes from these paganistic rituals. So you eat in complete silence. That's the dumb part. Uh, you eat game meat. We had. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I know it, it's another D- Dumb term. means mute. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, that's what that word, especially for back then, meant. But it just the way it came out <laughs> was like, here's the annoying part. So you eat in the dark and, and you eat root vegetables and game meat. Last year we, eat, ate, we ate deer. We do have two candles. One and that's you, white and one that's black. And so you write a silent message to your, your, your deceased loved ones. For me, that's my mom. For Spencer, that's her, her, her stepfather, Gregor. And you, you set a place at the table for the deceased people, and then you burn the message that you wrote for them, and you think about them. It's really quite nice. And just to really take it home for you, Eli, there is a special candle on this table. There and is? And the seat is for your mom. Her special candle is lit. You mean the seat covered in clothes? <laughs> well, I've been to her place. She has a lot of stuff like me. Okay, my mom was a messy lady. So, I mean, I cleaned as much as I could for this. <laughs> Was it really? But you wouldn't have cleared the seat? Are you just making it <laughs> what up? What if she's cold? Spencer, tell the truth. What? Yeah, I put the candle on. But did for you put her. this? But did you put this chair here? That's covered no. The in chair's clothes? been there for a bit. Okay, so but you tried to add that. Yeah, right but, now. But I caught, caught you in a lie. You caught me in a teeny bit. But I did put that a candle teeny on. lie. A teeny. I was just. <laughs> it's a finesse. It's a teeny lie that I set out. What are you t- talking about? You know this candle is. Further away, I had to bring it over. I, I, I appreciate the decide, candle. I appreciate. Oh, the, am I going to light the special candle? I appreciate. And I, did. I appreciate the candle. It's a really oh nice touch. Oh my goodness! But I'm, I'm going to say that. Nah, I'm I don't g- take it. Her <laughs> place was full of, full of stuff. We'll let the audience farmhouses. We'll let the but, just like me. But you just admitted that you made it one up. One order to another. Let's admit it. I just want the audience to decide. Is it a teeny lie if you tell someone you set a chair aside <laughs> for their dead mother? That's a little teeny white lie. It's a little white lie. People have done worse. Moving on to question seven. What does the potato famine have to do with Halloween gaining popularity? Wow, that's really interesting. I don't. I'm, I'm going to guess. Okay. So don't, 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 don't give me a zero yet. Wait, did I get a point for that last question? What was the question? No, here? you didn't get a point. Okay. Uh, the, what does the potato famine have to do? Maybe something to do with mummering and you'd go, which is, is when you when you would wear a costume and go to your neighbor's house and ask for food. Huh. And that's what trick-or-treating is? No, you already have learned what trick-or-treating is. Uh-huh. Celts, right, again, were from Ireland. And when there was the great potato, not the great, when there was the potato famine, um, in the 1840s, Irish, Irish, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even speak. 
When there was the potato famine in the 1840s, Irish immigrants moved to America due to the potato famine. <laughs> wow, I really didn't spell check this. You know, I'm going to interrupt to say Let that. Let me just finish. Uh, no, I'm interrupting. I'm taking a candy. I'm going to interrupt so that. disappointing. We, this that, is one that, of the ones I didn't want to mess up. And I'm Dan, just I'm in, Well, let me interrupt stuttering. you. Stuttering. Let me interrupt you. Yeah. You stuttering mess. <laughs> <laughs> that we were down at Harborfront uh, last week. And, oh. and we found these really creepy statues. Yeah. And it's like dying people. Yeah. And I think it, it is, has it something is, to do with the potato family. Did you look it up? Uh, no, but I'm sure it does. Okay, so I'm just going to pretend I said it right. Uh, in the 1840s. <laughs> Irish immigrants moved to America due to the potato famine and brought several of their holiday customs. So. Including. Everything. Trick-or-treating. I could go deeper into this. That was the question that it caused them to come here. I thought it was going to be that some kind of tradition was developed during the potato famine. It just. Caused Irish people to move. Yes, that's what it said. They moved and their tradition came with them. But do you want to hear something kind of bad about it? Yes, please. All right. America had too much fun <laughs> with, with trick-or-treating and pranking. And it turned into almost like, you're not going to give me what I want. I'm going to ruin your house. Or I'm going to break things. This is Halloween, isn't it? Pranks. It got so bad. That they had to kind of change it about little kids going to get candy because adults were just trashing and pranking. So once World War II was coming to an end and sugar was coming more available, it was a big thing that advertising candy companies did to help stop the prankings and the inappropriate behaviors and make it more child, you know, cute. Halloween, little kids dressed up. Have you ever seen Halloween costumes from the early 1900s? They're freaky. They're so scary. I love them. If I had a lot of money, I would totally buy one of them and have it. I am getting scared. Let's keep going. So um, I'm just going to say you get half so, a point. So um, I'm just going to quickly interrupt to grab more candy. I'm going to say you get half a point because that was not a good question. <clears throat> Honestly, I can't tell what questions are in this test. Well, we're at eight. Number, oh my gosh. <laughs> number, number seven. <laughs> What's the number one Halloween candy? The number, where? In the world? In North America? In this test? What's the number? In this test? In this quiz? I can't answer this question. It's too you vague. You have to. Where All right, you... here we go. I'll change it. Part two. How much Halloween candy is sold every year in the world? So is it in the world or North America? Do they even have Halloween all over the world? I don't know. I'm going to guess a... it's probably the U.S. Okay. Number one Halloween candy in the U.S. Wait. A Tootsie Roll. It's Skittles. Part two. Skittles? How much? I know. <laughs> how much Halloween candy is sold each year? Well, how close do you want me to get to this? Are we talking in pounds or? We're talking um, the, in the of, millions of dollars. Millions of pounds. P- by pounds or by dollars? By millions pounds. In the in the whole world, I don't know. <laughs> You're uh, really making me feel not good. Okay, well, let me. So, if the U.S. has almost 400 million people, mm-hmm. what percentage of the population are children? And then people, I think, usually buy too much candy and end up with leftovers. Yeah, just say it's America, I guess. I'm gonna say 10 million pounds of candy. Whoo, Eli, it's way more. <laughs> 600 million. 
pounds of candy. Wow. Each year for Halloween. So I guess you don't get that one. Oh, you're going to eat some candy now? Uh, uh, my pen broke, but continue. Oh, that's too bad. Um, qu- question nine. <laughs> it's just like, it's like ASMR a bit. Okay. I, I, it's, oh, how it's really I'll, shattered. I'll just use my mind to remember the points. I, I can write it down when you get another one, okay? Okay. We're almost done. Question nine. What famous celebrity died on Halloween? What famous celebrity? Can you give me more of a hint? Uh, no. Sorry. How, how did it they die? It just won't be too obvious. What famous celebrity? Are they connected to Halloween? They died on Halloween, and what I guess year? I guess people seem to believe it was part of a trick or a last show. People go to their grave a lot. Um, Harry Houdini. Yes, you got it. Really? Nice. I was a little scared to say anything else. I was like, okay, well, I can write down it. A one. I was able to write a one. Okay, great. And last but not least. I have one more question. Question 10 of the baseline test. What is the The world? The Oogie Boogie baseline test. The Oogie Boogie baseline. And I'm taking a candy for my interruption. (laughs) Well, I liked your interruption. Okay. Uh, Do I get two candies then? Yeah. And that's another interruption, so I get two more candies. Whoa, he's making up all the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Question 10. What is the world's most famous Halloween poem? Ooh. The world's most famous. Never laugh when the hearse goes by, for you may be the next to die. Ants crawl in and ants crawl out, and then they crawl out through your butt. My mom used to sing this song to me. Aww. Is that it? Is that the right answer? I was about to say, wow, I was liking that until the butt part. <laughs> I don't think butt's in it. Oh, okay. I was just... Sort Are you of... ready? Yes. No, it's not. Oh. The world's most famous Halloween poem is here. Written by in Patricia? In my hands. That's your mom's handwriting. It's my mom's handwriting, but it's my words. Wait, this is a Time... trick question. Here we go. Yes, it is. <laughs> Time to go to bed. Ghouls in my head. Remembering my... Let me read it. Yeah, I can't see. <laughs> Let me you read might, it. You might have to turn the light on. I can read it. Time to go to bed. Ghouls in my head. Tormenting my brain. Vampires in my closet. Peeking in to see me. Ghosts under my covers. Bats on top of the walls. Spiders are singing. Black cats are scratching on the walls. Frankenstein is eating my lunch. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. And rats are eating up my toes. Werewolves howling outside the bedroom walls. Someone says, <laughs> think of ghouls, honey. My vampire mom says, my monster dad says, have some spiders to get the scares out. Ah, the ears are not my parents. <laughs> okay. So that's the world's most famous Halloween poem. Eli, quickly. I'd love to know what it actually is. Is there a famous Halloween? There were 10. I didn't know. There wasn't an absolute. Now, focus back. But what why is... do I get a zero for that? That's not fair at all. Boy. Eli. <laughs> Eli. What? What is the baseline? <laughs> You've possessed me, Spencer. I... Eli, what is the baseline? What's no, but that, that last question. Stop. I get a zero for that last question? You haven't even heard what your big test is. Do I have to write a poem? Yes. I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, that is it. What's your freaking 
What is the Do number? Do I get zero for that question? Yes, you get a zero. <laughs> okay, well, I... For doubting my ability at the young age of nine. I have an exact 50. You have a 50. Five out of 10. So you need at least another 50 to pass. Oh. Here is your <laughs> final test to mint. What? Oh, for no. Halloween. <laughs> you must write and construct a Halloween poem in 30 minutes. It must scare me. Therefore, you know the things that I'm afraid of. You have lots that you can choose Spencer, I from. Know you, I know you so deeply psychologically. I know. Some things must be left off the table. Because I could destroy your mind in it, 30 minutes. Stop being Hellraiser <laughs> Cenobite. You're being a Cenobite. Here we go. It must scare me. Have two rhymes. Just two. <laughs> That's, no, make, it, make me rhyme at all. You, two rhymes. You can rhyme as much as you want or as little with two rhymes. What is two, like two words that rhyme with each other? Yes. <laughs> nearby so I can tell. Why do you just say make it rhyme? No. I don't want to limit you with rhymes. A free verse Halloween poem? That's no fun Here we go. <laughs> oh, I gotta take some candy. And finally. Hey, speaking of candy, and that's an interruption, Spencer's elementary school <laughs> therapist, the school therapist. I'm choking! Was named Candy! Oh, I wasn't. It was a burp while I was sipping. Spencer had a, ther- a childhood therapist named Candy. Can and she it? was sweet. How is she not coach? Was she sweet? Yeah, she was. I liked her bleached blonde hair and her bangs. And her cherry lip gloss. What am I saying? Here we go. Finally. Three. And involve you changing your voice. You must scare me, have at least two rhymes, and involve you changing your voice. This Halloween poem. Can I just threaten you? Yell at you to scare you? Or Must have two rhymes. Must be scary. And you have to change your voice. And you have 30 minutes. Anymore. Change my voice throughout the whole thing? You have to at least change your voice. <laughs> you know, maybe you play a character, or maybe it's not you from the start. And just Halloween, no other... It's a Halloween poem. Do you need me to send this to you? No. Yeah. Okay. Think of it as, like, a radio play. I want it to be... A radio play? That's not a poem. I'm just saying, like, you can you can spook me out. What else do you need to hear, honey? Proud of you. For what? Getting ready to work hard for 30 minutes. Now you know what I have to do. (laughs) Now you know. Oh, I have to put myself out there with a poem? Is it going to be funny? Is it going to be scary? Is this hard? Yeah, that's my side of the cram. Now go cram. And eat some candy while you're at it. Happy Halloween. Do you want to say anything else? I want to stop. I want you to start cramming. You can say something or not. I'm saving all my words for the poem. All right. We'll see you back in 30 minutes. Well, for us, not for them. Yeah. After this short break. See, you're so much better at it. (laughs) After this short spooky break. Welcome back. It's 12.40 a.m. The witching hour. Yep. No, that's at 2 a.m. 
Is it actually? Well, yeah, that's apparently the seance time that we're going to with James White. Scare me. Eli, we're back. You had more time because your computer ran out of battery and then it had to be charged. I and I deteriorated. Yeah, and I'm deteriorating out of pure exhaustion. So you're either going to get me scared or I'm going to fall asleep. All right, well, I'll jump right in. I'll, I'll reset for us. I got a 50% on the first test. I need to get a 50% on this poem to pass. The stakes are if uh, I fail, Spencer, I have to spend about 80 bucks on some Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> fountain for Spencer on Amazon. $80 Canadian. And if I pass, Spencer has to play the video game Hades for one whole hour. All right, that's pretty... Evil, if you ask me. <laughs> of the two, that's my evil. <laughs> and my greeting criteria for the poem is I have to rhyme at least twice. <laughs> I have to do a voice, and I have to scare Spencer. Yes, you said you jump right into it. Tired, man. I'm just trying to weaken you so you get more scared. Are you ready? Yes, burpoid. Go. <laughs> okay. Count me in. Introduce me. Introducing Fetty Boy Eli with armpit stains. Okay, armpit stains. Big deal. Big deal, everybody. Big whoop. Okay. Oh. Give me a proper introduction and I'll say I literally am so not sure what to say. Pen pen clicking man. Okay, I'll just start. Then. Um at twelve forty two we present Elias Burton Bovard with his haunting rendition of a Halloween poem. Written in half an hour. Yep. Okay, here I go. One Halloween night, Spencer shaved her legs that were hairy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to restart. <laughs> you assured me I'd be scared. That's just funny. You just wait. <laughs> okay. Yes, I have incredibly hairy legs. They're very spiky, not, like a cactus, actually. For, it's very weird. Not for any statement beyond, I'm a lazy. I don't know why they're so spiky and coarse. They grow so spiky. <laughs> okay, I'll restart. Don't forget a voice. It's a long poem, actually. All right. One Halloween night, Spencer... Stop, Spencer. I just had a thought. You're like, it's a long poem, actually, if you want to put it in a book. What? Put it in a bag? If you want to put it in a book. Put it in what? I can't even say the word. Put it in a book. A book? Oh, yeah, this could be published for you're sure. Like, you're like, it's a long poem if you want to put it in a book. <laughs> okay, let me, since there's stop interrupting. No, okay? I'm delirious. Just say put it in a book. Okay, we're going to have to just, edit all this out. Just say put it in a you're going to have to edit all this Just out. Just say I put it in happy. a book. Put it in a book. Okay. <laughs> okay. Stop derailing me. <sighs> okay, let me compose myself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you can't. Just keep going. You got to start again. Okay, I'll just... I'll... 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 I'll how do you say it? I'll muddle through. <laughs> okay. One Halloween night, Spencer shaved her legs that were hairy. She was preparing to take Instagram photos in the nearby cemetery. <laughs> she got there all dolled up. She was posing and smiling. 
Not a care in the world for the decomposing, nor the graves she was defiling. She placed, she placed her iPhone on a tombstone to get a better shot. When a corpse rose from the earth all covered in rot, Spencer stumbled, her phone landed in a pile of guts and gore. The corpse said to her, I'm your dead stepdad, Gregor. <gasps> That's right, I'm the spooky Bulgarian, and it's you I'll be scaring. Unless you help me, I'm so tired of being subterranean. <laughs> to prove that it's me, I'll say something only we know. Sometimes I sing very high, sometimes I sing very low. Now take me to your mother to dance one last tango. <laughs> Spencer guided Gregor to the house they had shared. She said, Patricia, mother, please don't be scared. It's really Gregor. I know he smells and he's rotten. But he's so grateful that he's never been forgotten. Gregor said sweetly, Petrusha, I know I'm a zombie, so I understand if you say no, but please baila conmigo. <laughs> they danced and they danced. Spencer wanted her phone to record this last tango so they'd never feel alone. The phone was in a pile of guts back at the cemetery. But Spencer was aerodynamic, now her legs weren't hairy. She ran so fast, got there in a flash. She ran so fast, got there in a flash. But now a dead woman stood in her path. Ooh. Nancy Holly, you in the Hall of Fame. The dead woman said, you must face your greatest fear. By the way, I just sang Eli's song he sings about his mom. Sorry for interrupting. The dead woman said, you must face your greatest fear. My name is Nancy. I'm Eli's mother, and you never got to meet me. How can you know we would have liked each other? Or that I would have accepted you like a daughter? Spencer shrank. Spencer shrank. Eli's dead mother smelled rank. But dead Nancy smiled wide. It was just a prank. Of course they would have gotten along. They danced in the moonlight and hummed a song. You told me to hum it. And you failed. So many feelings. Eli, it was so good. I really liked it. I, I was gonna, my first thing that I was gonna say was like, what's scary is that you think that would scare me. Because <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. And I tugged on the heartstrings. I thought You, you I, definitely tugged on the heartstrings. I thought you'd get a little more emotional at the Gregor parts. Oh, why? You went like this. You were like, hey, it's me, the Uh Spencer's stepfather was from Bulgaria. I did not get emotional there. And then when when it was your mom and it was like, what if we never liked each other? I was like, Eli, I'm not worried about that. You think this is some huge psychological thing? Like, I can conquer anyone into liking me. But then I did, I did get teary-eyed when you s said she was playing a little prank. Mm-hmm. You definitely did voices. You yeah. rhymed a whole lot. Well, rhyming is the fun part. But, honey. No, you can't do this. 
You can't do this. I haven't done anything, but I just want you to know, not once was I scared. Well, you said it had to rhyme. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Who's criteria? Who's the one rating it? You said it had to rhyme, which it did. And you, what was the other thing? I forget. <sighs> I had to have two rhymes, and you had to, to use do a, voice, a voice. Which I did. Yep, and it had to and be scary. You didn't say the voice had to be scary. No, I said the poem itself had to scare me. 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 Spencer, you can't do this. Spencer, you can't have heard this poem and do this. I'm so sorry. No. I No, I refuse. Uh, you can't. Those were the rules, Eli. So what's the grade? It was absolutely this is ins- beautiful. It was so well written. I really loved it. I think I want to frame it for Halloween. Spencer, you need to look inside did... yourself and answer honestly no, about the grade you're going to give this. <laughs> you need to put me. out of your mind no. getting an $80 gift. <laughs> Or playing... You need to put that out of your no, mind. Spencer... That is coming out of your sweet pocket. Spencer. Because number one, a Halloween poem. One, must scare me. Two, have two rhymes. You had more than two. Great Spencer, job. This isn't... Three, it involved you changing your voice. Changed it for Gregor. One, must scare me. Hey, what's two out of three? 66%. The number of the beast. The devil's number. Oh, true. Give me that grade. Well, give me that grade, Spencer. Give me the number the of one. the beast. Spencer, give me the number of the beast. Spencer, brand me with the number of the beast on my forehead. Spencer, give me the number of the beast. Spencer, I will condemn you to hell if you do not give me the number of the beast. You will burn. You will melt. Spencer, Spencer give me the number of the beast. Come on, this is a this is better than a fifty. <laughs> Eli, I was trying to get you to get me scared. I was almost there, but you still didn't do Spencer, it. Spencer, it wasn't a pass fail scare me or not. Yes, it was. You Number gave me three criteria. I hit two me. on the head. Number I attempted one was to scare, scare you. Me. No, you this is unfair. Me. Tell me where you tried to scare me. Spencer, in that poem. I am so fair when I grade where you. I root you for you. I did a great job. Where did you try to scare me in that poem? I just pinpoints of the points where you thought I would actually get scared. Not laugh. Okay, okay. Just show me, just tell me, explain. Where was... I'll explain, I'll explain. I thought I could disarm you with humor Mm -hmm. and the emotion of Mm -hmm. your stepfather. And I guess you did see that the lady was going to be my mom. You did call it. Yeah, right away I started saying Nancy Holly, her whole name. But it still got you. And that was an attempt to scare you. No, it got me. I almost cried. Sadness. 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 Well, what is what is sadness but fear no. inverted? Okay, but that's that's what the guy up. said in I'm um, trying to... in uh, Fish Called Wanda. No, Honey, uh, WandaVision. What you didn't watch WandaVision? <laughs> but I, I heard that line. What is love? But what? No, what oh is grief? Gosh, but love persevering, know. and that's uh, wait, people like just, that. <laughs> I want more. Like here in the poem, I tried to scare you. Here's a part. What? Uh, uh, hold on. What are you doing? Okay, so Eli's getting up in the kitchen, probably grabbing a knife. Does that scare you? Ah. Does that scare you? A little. (laughs) Okay. There we go. Uh, 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 What? (laughs) Spencer, you have to be fair. I am fair when I grade you. (laughs) Holding a knife! (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) In candlelight, and you're shaking it. It's a butter knife, okay? All right. Well, I just really wanted you to point out one point in the poem 
that was meant to scare me. Not this whole, it disarmed you with humor. Like, why can't you point out a point where it scared me? That's all I'm asking right now. I haven't decided my grade. I heard you're two out of three. Can you point out a part that was meant to scare me? That you'd be scared that my mother wouldn't like you, who you never met, because she died before we, we started dating. See, you were wrong. That was never a but fear that, of mine. But that was a but, sincere attempt. Okay. That was never a fear. You Read ask me again. all the time. You ask me all the time. Read my, it. You Read, ask me all the, the time. freaking... <laughs> Put down the knife and read me those lines again. The part that was supposed okay, to be Okay, I just put, before we do that, I want to say, you ask me a lot, would my mom have liked you? You ask me that all the time. How is that not a fear of yours? I ask you if I'm pretty. It's the <laughs> yeah. same thing. It, like, rotates. It's not much of a fear. So you don't you don't care if Come my mom on, would just, have liked you or not? Is the candle still up? All right. Uh, sh- yeah, I do. Uh, okay, read okay. that part. Just that part. Okay. And do a, do a, do a freaky deaky voice. Let something come out of you. Okay. The phone was in a pile of guts back at the cemetery. And by the freaky voice, I mean Nancy talking. Yeah, I'm building up to the moment. All right. I didn't need all that. What? (laughs) I just needed her. Okay. But, you know, do your thing. I'm Eli's mother and you never got to meet me. (laughs) How can you know we would have liked each other? Oh, that I would have accepted you like a daughter. You did it, Eli. You got an A plus. No. <laughs> How's it feel, honey? You aced that poem. It's I feel, shiver me, timbered me, scared. I feel both cheated and patronized too. That voice wasn't good. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> that di- could not have oh, sealed it. Did not. It just gave me a wet handshake. Wet handshake. Like it, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, so I feel worse than... Well, congratulations, you did it. You scared me, you had more than two rhymes, and you involved changing your voice. <laughs> Come on, it was a good poem. Eli, it was a fantastic poem. I literally said I want to frame it for Halloween. I want it to be a part of our Halloween decorating. And show your mom. She'll cry. She'll get scared. I don't think she will. I think it was really funny, and I expected horror, but that's okay. There was horror elements. Hilarious horror elements. Hilarious, I don't know, but... Okay, don't get into this all. I'm a... I need to self-deprecate my writing on the thing. You win. I have to play... Your game for an hour. Congrats. A whole hour. <laughs> I beat you. I beat you. <laughs> I win. I really don't think you should have won, but... What? How is that poem not a pass? It just isn't. It, it, the number one criteria was scare me, and you didn't scare me. <sighs> but you know what scares me? How much you want to win. That's what scares me. How much you don't want to spend $80 scares me. <laughs> that honestly does for our future <laughs> like not even the future but just how you're like and i get it like i shoes on the other foot like i've yelled i've said that's not fair because you feel righteous and you did do really great work. i do i do feel that i am very fair <sighs> whatever you've had more chances than i you want to see me succeed i don't want to play a game for an hour um, and I want that toy. And no, I didn't get scared, but I'm scared seeing you sitting there in the candlelight, looking all crazy eyes, going, I won! <laughs> so, Eli, as this episode comes to an end... I'm taking a deep breath to calm down. Good. Because the I want to know what spooky season means to you. What does Halloween 
October 31st, All Hallows Eve. What does it mean to you, honey? Um, well, it didn't mean a whole lot to me. But uh, knowing you, it's been fun to get swept up in the spooky season fever. Uh, doing dumb dinner last night was a lot of fun. Like, I don't know about Gregor, but I know my mom kind of liked those funny ceremonial things. And it's like, uh, I guess we sort of just did it by accident. So that's a great way to remember my mom. This mm -hmm. poem, I think, is beautiful, gorgeous, scary, sexy. <laughs> Why would you use that word when both are passed on loved ones? Uh, no, it's really good. I think Tim Burton would be proud. It's kind of like a beautiful love note to both people in our lives that have died. It was a choice. And how can you not respect that and give it a proper grade? Dude, it didn't scare me. My number one did not scare me. You haven't even given it a percentage grade. A percentage? It's a 50. It's a 50? Sorry, Eli. Scare me was my most important. I can't keep going on and on. You know who you're reminding me of? A who? certain star freak. <laughs> Eli, yeah, why, your little marketing. Why did you hear? I wanted to get scared on Halloween. Why is that such a big deal? I wanted to be scared. I wanted my skin to crawl. You told me that psychologically you could be a Cenobite. That you could rip my brain in half. That you knew all my secrets. And what do you do? You mention I have hairy legs and that I can be aerodynamic because now they're shaved. Cool. Beautiful. Mom and Gregor dancing? Absolutely stunning. Do you know that one of the dreams that I had when he died was that they were dancing and they flew in the air. So yeah, it made me think of that. Nice to know that your mom was playing a little prank. All beautiful. Loved your rhyming. But not once was I scared. I you think, get a 50. Um, Congrats. I think this is where a bit of our differences in our school experience is coming out. Because, yes. Because you were just like, get a 50, get a 50. Where I was like, how dare you <laughs> You're so upset. not give me an A+. If, if, if it didn't have to be scary, you'd be having an A++++. But for me, scare was one of the most important parts. However, the creativity that came from you How's doing everything. How's a poem supposed to scare you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Try next year again, buddy. I'll show you how to scare you. You know I can scare you. you With a poem? Yeah. Anyways, that's it for the episode. I'm so glad you did this. You really were great. I love you. I hope we have a great night. Uh -uh. Let us know if I deserved a better grade. It was amazing. It was and maybe the poem was bone chilling to you listening at home. Eli. Maybe you shut the podcast on long ago. Not because you got bored, but because you got so terrified. Eli, just admit it. It wasn't scary, but it was great. Can you just admit it? It wasn't scary. It was great. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> what? I love you, my dearest. See, that's scary. My dearest listener. See, now you're being scary. Now you're kind of getting it. If you're listening to this episode as you fall asleep, remember that I love you. There would be more. <clears throat> Again, you keep a little disappointing. <laughs> Come Bye. on. Come on. Everyone, enjoy some Halloween. Watch some scary movies. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. Eli, love you. Love you, listeners. <laughs> okay.